Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello. Welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon Boys with me, Tim Hinks, and my co-host, whose name is... David Padil. You were going so well, and then I think you sport it with whose name is... I think Who that, does that? And that no, but I, was trying to do, I was just trying to get the thing where you say yeah, you're... Well, I know what your, you were trying to do, yeah. and you were looking at me, and yeah. I was all prepared, and uh, with my co-host, I thought, ah, we're finally going to do it. We're finally going to do like a semi-normal intro, because I was quite prepared to just right. say David Baddiel, right. but then you said, whose name is? Which again, <laughs> I, admit. I think you have to imagine Good Morning Britain. I mean, for some reason, that's the one that always comes to mind. Like, Peter okay, Morgan well, has never this. said... Who's my co-host? Whose name is? And Susanna Reid. Right, try this one. Well, Here's well, we've one. ruined it already. But no, yeah. but let's try an intro with an intro, which is, "Hello, welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon Boys. I'm Tim Hinks, and I'm David Badil. That's, That's what we can good. Do. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let's right. let's keep this one. Yeah. and try that one next yeah. time. Yeah, could yeah, be that... too Ronnie, and I could say it's a little he's bit David Ronnie. Badil. It's a little bit too. No, Ronnie. but I could make it more. I could say hi, welcome to Stalking for the Moon Boys. Uh, he's David Badil, and he's Tim Hinks. That's very too Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. But, do you know, I quite like that. Well, okay. It's confident. Yeah, it's confident it's a bit mm. too Ronnie's for a bit me. bit self-regarding. Yeah. Mm. I wonder mm. the two Ronnie's ever did a David Bowie sketch. In my, uh, mind, in my mind, I sort of think they did. Or, or some kind of glam rock sketch. I think they would definitely have a view. He, you know, I could see how they would do it. Ronnie Barker's take-off of Gary Glitter. Right. Well, let's have a look at it. That's let's more, have a look yeah, at it. Come on. more on edge. It's on edge, but let's have a look at it. So he's called Gary Schmutter. Wow. Oh, brilliant. Now, for those wow. of you who don't know, schmutter is actually yeah. a genuine Yiddish word for, that for, means clothes, clothing, right? clothes and materials, yeah. You wanna be in my shoes, my shoes, my shoes. People try and buy shoes just like mine. If you feel the price, you should get nice shoes. When you've got your high shoes, you feel fine. He's done his back in. Right, in the, the sketch. Yeah, right, the sketch right. He's done his back in, yeah. Because what, what it should, it's that, that thing about, what, what would they think about all those guys, Bowie, Glam, they'd think they dress in women's clothing and that's the funny thing. So it was about his shoes. It's the about fact that he's got platform shoes. Well, that's yeah. the joke. I mean, really the funny thing is Ronnie Barker, a fat bloke, right. is in a silver lovely right. jumpsuit. But something that did interest me about it yeah. a lot is someone like Gary Glitter, because of obviously stuff that's happened since, you sort of forget any detail about him, really. Right, because you just think like Pico, yes. whatever, and you might remember the songs, you know, and you mm. might even think, oh, actually, they're quite good songs. Mm. A bit of a shame they've mm. been cancelled from culture, but greater details you've gone about. Now, the beginning of that, mm. 
he was doing, Ronnie Barker was doing, mm. a surprised face with yes. very wide eyes. Yeah. And I remember mm. at the time thinking that's something that Gary Glitter always did. No, he In totally fact, did. I yeah. saw Gary Glitter mm. at, much later on. Uh, mm. I think he played a May Ball at Cambridge University yeah. in the 80s. Um, and I remember him coming on turning round, came on back to the audience, turned round yeah. with the wide-eyed, yeah. surprised face. No, exactly. And I'd sort of forgotten yeah. that about Gary Glitter until right. Roddy Barker just... But I it. also was talking with Bella, our producer, who went to Bristol University. I went to Bristol. Gary Glitter played Bristol University in 1988 or nine or something yeah. like that. And he did exactly that, back to the audience. And, of course, everyone loved it and hadn't yeah. seen anything quite like that since they were kids well, or whatever. Well, at the time, um, though, it was already ironic, I think. Yeah, but it was some... That, that theatre, sense of theatre thing, was perhaps yeah. not... Everyone was a bit more shoegazy then. And, I don't know, you just rarely saw people sing like that and perform yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. he was great in without knowing at that point what he was. And, yeah. yeah. I feel Ronnie um, could have gone on from his Gary Glitter, Ronnie Barker, yes. to do David Bowie... You know, yes, Roxy music, but I to think, do Slade, yeah, to do a whole series of, uh, yeah, you know, glam rock icons, well, particularly when he did it so accurately and stripped it down to its <laughs> yeah. essentials in yeah. that way. Um, yeah. But I think he, um, but no, they became. We've talked about this before, like almost shorthand for pop stars in 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 sort of midsummer murders, and you know when you want to do a sort of what does a pop star look like? They yeah. looked a bit like somewhere between Glitter and Bowie, yes, and had a sort of weird name like Ziggy Zangatron, yes. or something. Yes. And then I think it happened to Punks because I just remember thinking Punks that period when Punks had the sort of what do you call it when the Mohawk Mohican. Mo- not mohawk. Is it, what's it's it called? Mohican. Mohican. Mo- mohawk Mo- is what is a mohawk? Mohawk hair. It is a type of hair. Oh, it is. And there's people. The mohawk people are the most okay, easily tried a... of the Haudenosaunee or Iroquois Confederacy. Okay. So it's an indigenous American. Oh, so a mohawk hairstyle is. Oh, it's a Mohican. Oh, that's the root. I'm so sorry. Okay. But no one calls it mo- no. Mohawk apart from you. I do. Yeah. And, and the indigenous people of the of the Mosiquini. Yeah. Well, so but in that lasted, I think, for about three minutes in real life. Mohicans. Right. But, but then they, they are still but then they're on, if you're, parodied if there's a, Right, if there's such. a punk on EastEnders, yes. probably not now, but yes. they would have a mohawk. Yes. I remember a long time ago, a band called the Choir Boys, spelled Q-U-I-R-E, Choir Boys. Do you remember them? Have you got them in your mind, what they look like? No, but I feel Okay, well, I saw a devastating but completely correct critique of them, which was to say they've always looked like a band that are playing the Queen Vic that have been okay. made up to look like a, a sort of slightly yes. bad yeah, bad yeah. boy rock group right, right, that yeah. have come in to be right. a pub band at the Queen Vic. Yes. And that is what the choir boys yeah, look yeah. like. Right, they look right, like right. they've thought out their slightly yeah. sort of gothy yes. bad boy image. Yes. A friend of mine oh, that you just made me remember <laughs> called David Lace. David Lace? School. David, was he called Black? No, he was, I tell you what he was called. a trick there. Well, it's partly relevant to what I was going to say. He was called Lank. Right. Uh, I don't know why would he be called yeah, David yeah. Lace was called Lank, which I think was spelled L A N C. Isn't it? I don't know why. But, okay. But but he two things I remember about him. One is he had on the back of his jacket. Yeah. He, you remember Punk's Not Dead? People having that yes. on the back of their jacket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had intriguingly Punk Not Dead oh. written on it. Well, without apostrophe s. Yeah. Just Punk Not Dead. Right. Okay. Maybe he just forgot. Uh. Maybe I think he was. Typo. He wasn't really a punk, so I don't know why right. he had it. But okay. he, he, the other thing I remember about is is that my friend Piers, who has featured a few times yeah. in these podcasts, yeah. we played along with Clactopus, we, along with Clactopus, Clive Davis, is it? Uh, uh, Clive Richards, Clive Richards, yeah. yeah. Um, 
he played, we played after school table tennis club <laughs> in the sixth form yeah. or fifth year, I'm not sure. And it was really good fun. Do you know, yeah. table tennis is amazingly good. Yeah, it's great. I love table it's tennis. It's much better than you think, right, yeah. when you're playing it. No, well, I think it's, How good do you think uh, it is? I think it's as good as I think it is. <laughs> okay. It's better than that. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we were playing after school table tennis club and Lank was standing just slightly to the side Lank of the... Lank is really weird. No, yeah, okay. no, I guess he was playing. So I think he was playing against Piers in this. And Piers, in that way where sometimes you just slightly lose, you know, you sort of, oh, fuck it. He basically returned this serve deliberately at Lank. All right, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically it was... But it was so pinpoint accurate, as it he whacked the ball back and it hit Lank in the face. Right. It's only table tennis ball, but it's yeah. still a bit of a sting. There's yeah. nothing terrible. Yeah. So it hit him in the face. Yeah. But the important point here is that when the ball had hit him in the face, yeah. it bounced straight back like well, Lank onto had, the table. Right. Like, like, Lank like it was had a shot. It, like it was like, over the right side of the net. Over the right side of the net, onto the table. Wow. And Piers did what is this is all happening. I mean, I'm making it see, but it's in real in a, time. Right. <laughs> in seconds. Yeah. Less than a second. Maybe. It bounced back, and so Piers, who's still in the mindset, I'm going to hit like, yeah. does hit hits it back at him again. Yeah, and it hits him in the face. Okay, I've a got a second time. Unbelievably, right? I have a story to match okay. this one. Well, I, I can finish mine by okay. only by saying, and then it sort of fizzled off it. Okay, and it became a sort of almost a philosophical position about being lanked. Right. When something, right, you know, like, like being struck by lightning twice. Yes. Like totally, you've yeah. totally lanked because yes. it's unbelievably it happened. Although twice. I'll be honest with you, I think it's much less likely to be hit by lightning twice than a bloke to hit you in right. the face twice yeah. with a ping pong ball that he's aiming to hit you with. I think that, that isn't that extraordinary. To be so, fair, the extraordinary, not about extraordinary, we should be careful, but the, I say we, it's only me who's yeah, yeah. saying it's not extraordinary. <laughs> also, considering the trouble this podcast got into, I, I don't think this is something we have to be that careful about. <laughs> no, unless Lanky's going to sue. He's not going to sue. Right. It, it, no, what, what was it, I'm going to stick with extraordinary, was the it coming right back twice, coming back like he had taken a shot. Right. So the oh, second, yes. yeah, that is that's, pretty. That's, yeah, that's being lanked. It's being lanked. Okay, so I have yeah. a story. Okay, incredibly, that <laughs> actually almost entirely matches. You're not this lank, one. are you? I'm not lank, <laughs> but also it's even got a sort of pop star element to it. Oh, okay, which is I've mentioned this many times before, but I'll mention it again. Uh, my oldest friend is David Gavrin of the yeah. Sundays. Uh, for people who don't know, the Sundays are a very, very good indie band yeah. that were big in in the nineties and could still be big now, but mm. they decided to stop making mm. records for their own strange mm. reasons in 1997. Mm. Uh, but brilliant they are. And I was in a band with him. I was also in a Jewish youth group with him called Habonim, uh, which what? is Habonim. It's a modern Hebrew for the builders. Uh, and I was, I, all my early experiences, uh, sort of social experiences and indeed sexual ones, took place at Habonim, really. What you, uh, why is it called the builders? Uh, I think it's a good question. Uh, <laughs> Well, it, it was, sounds it, good. It, in, well, I'll tell you what it was. It's something which 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 still it still exists. Someone. It was a socialist Zionist movement, and it was built oh, around okay. kibbutz. So, and, okay. and the oh, idea sorry, yeah. in Habonim was that basically I just used it like the scouts. Yes. Uh, I just used it as a place to go and like play football and sure. meet people, yeah. and eventually girls and stuff. But some people took it really seriously right. and ended up living in Israel. Some people I right. still know they live in Israel on kibbutz because they were essentially indoctrinated yes. by Habonim. But anyway, I was playing football in the gym. At the Mower Don, okay. which is the building that we used to go to in okay. Finchley Road, uh, there was a big basement there, a big gym, and we used to play football. And a guy called Dave Duran, who was quite a big bloke right. and quite physical, don't remember much else about him, was playing. And Dave Gavrin was on the other side. 
And Dave Durant kicked the ball, not intending to. Right, okay. Really, really hard. And it hit my mate, Dave Gavrin, wow. full in the face. Yeah, right? okay. And he was, like, really shocked and moved <laughs> no. backwards. And he kind of started started to say, Dave, you wank him over. And Dave Durant kicked it again. And it hit Dave again in the face. What? Like, really not intending to. He just kicked it again because Dave Durant was a bit like, and just kicked it again and hit him again in the face. There you go. And Dave Gavrin, who is an extremely... Even-tempered, right. nice bloke got furious and but, and stormed out yeah. of the game, and uh, and I was pissing myself laughing. So, but unbelievably, on separate sides of yeah. London, yeah, or separate sides well, of the I'm world, in, I'm in Sussex. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, so you're watching someone being lanked. I'm watching someone being Durant. It did well. What so? What year? Because we could get copyright. <laughs> what year did yours? Happen? I reckon about 1978, 79, oh, okay. or possibly even early 80s. Oh well, then no, it, no, it might be early 80s. If I think well, about it, quite I am I am fifty four. I was born in nineteen sixty four. I I reckon this happened when I was like sixteen. Okay. So yeah, early eighties. Well, I think because mine would have been nineteen eighty two. I think. I think we were fourth. Let's year. assume it was happening at the same time, at okay. the same moment, right. just in different parts of the world. Yeah. No, I just no, think not, not even that different. Parts I suppose of the world. what I mean is the listeners and the people that are going to want to know whether to call it a lanking or a Durante. That's what all I'm saying. I'm just trying to be helpful to them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I would say if it happens with a ping pong ball, it's lanky. Okay, yeah. If it happens with a football, it's right, Durante. Right, right. I'm going so, to mention what I tried to mention about 25 minutes ago before the lank Durant bit came okay. up, which is uh, there's like one or two things in David Bowie's oeuvre, by which I mean his whole oeuvre, not just the albums, that I've never had any kind of like contact with at all. Right. So even the crap albums I've occasionally tried to listen to or whatever. Right. I've never watched Labyrinth. Right. right, and Dolly, my daughter, I've mentioned once or twice, she got really into Labyrinth mm. at one time, and even when she was really into Labyrinth, mm. every time I saw it, I thought that looks really naff. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to watch it. But is that a mistake? Should I watch Labyrinth? I think my kids have you watched it? Into, yeah, I think, but I don't remember much about it. And my kids watched it, you know, without any Bowie sort of knowledge at all, and liked it. I think it's, I think it's all right, isn't it? But I don't think I don't it's going to. One thing I know we've talked about this before, and got us into trouble. It. When we talked about it before, so I won't refer to what it got, what the trouble was, but mm. we've talked about Dave Bowie's penis once yeah, before. We have, yeah, yeah. Now, as far as I'm aware, yeah. the tights in Labyrinth are very, very sheer. Okay. I mean, Dolly confirms this. Okay. I talked about it the other day. Right. She's. She, I think we use the word schlong because we're. You know, I'm okay. Jewish. She's half yeah. Jewish. Yeah. So it was okay. Right. Um, right. She never went to hub on him. Uh, so, <laughs> shall we have a quick look? Yeah. Uh, at, uh, Whenever you see clips of him, it's the usual Bowie wooden acting, isn't it? That's the problem. Uh, well, I believe so. Is what you, well, it definitely is. So um, if you actually go... Yes, he's really got an enormous penis. In fact, no. if, you, if you Google it, you can get a critical analysis uh, on Gizmodo of David Bowie's crotch bulge. Wow. Yeah, Bowie... This, this says here that one of the things you notice about Labyrinth as an adult is Bowie's bulge. Yes, and it's, it says, it calls them Jareth's Jewels, because Jareth is right. the character. And it says, Jareth's Jewels are so popular, they have their own Facebook page. And then it says here that if you, in Labyrinth, at one point the camera pans over the scrapbook of the girl, with, and they've got mom, mom written on it, as right. mum, the American for mum, uh, and the cuttings read, on stage kiss, and the man pictured with Sarah's mother is David Bowie. But I think that means David Bowie, not Jareth the Goblin King. Okay, that's an interesting but, point. Okay, so here it is. Here is a picture of the um, girl's scrapbook in Labyrinth. Right. God, there's a whole thing about no, this. No, it's huge. There's, there's, there's a huge yeah. thing about this. Her mum, I think, is called Linda. The girl is called Sarah. 
and Linda, I can't see that, but I think Linda, her mum, is having a relationship with David Bowie. Okay. And meanwhile, Jarleth the Goblin King... Yeah. Oh, I see. ...is appearing in her bedroom, in her daughter's bedroom. Right. Yeah, no, I, it's a bit, a bit... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing... Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Very interesting to see whether this is... Don't you think the words Jarleth the Goblin King sound like genitals? I mean, it could be like a euphemism. Well, I think... for genitals, you could say... I totally get that. But it's also true that if... I mean, the whole... I mean, You you can call genitals anything. Yes, you can call genitals anything, and it sort of works. Uh, And it's a bit long. I mean, I don't mean the the penis itself. Yes. As a phrase, Jarleth the Goblin King is a bit long. You wouldn't really say... You're in the toilet, and you wouldn't say, I'm just going to give the old Jarleth the Goblin (laughs) King a shake. It's too long, isn't it? Yeah. But you might say the old Jarleth, or you might say the old Goblin King. Yeah, I mean, I'm I mean you say definitely that, might say the old Goblin King. Right. I'm going to say in all cases, how long those phrases are doesn't seem to me the main problem. <laughs> yeah. The main problem is they're yeah. terrible. They're always the, terrible. But, but if you said, I was playing football and I got kicked in the alarm clock, it, <laughs> everything works, doesn't it? No. I mean, I literally, I'm just trying to think of the worst. I don't think that does work. I got kicked in the old alarm clock. <laughs> no. I mean, I mean do, incredibly, it doesn't work for no, me, weird. even though it's Maybe virtually the got the word cock work. in it. Maybe alarm clock's the only one, but it, try something else. Uh, I got okay. kicked in the garden shed. Definitely. Yeah, that probably works. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Should we just deal with what's in the room? Yeah, that's what okay. I'm doing. I'm that's looking around me. That's why shed. I said alarm. I got kicked in Peter Fitchham's shed. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> I got kicked yeah. in the sofa. No, I don't know. No, maybe it doesn't always work. I don't work. know if wrong. it does always work. No, no. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I mean, I, I apologise, listeners, because I think of this as quite a sort of, you know, highbrow podcast yes, in many ways, but I am going to Google slang words for penis. <laughs> so here we go. Adolf, albino cave dweller, baloney oh, pony, cool. beef whistle. But who's ever going to use any Bob Dole. <laughs> burrito. Uh, custard launcher. Ding dong McDork. I mean, do you see what, I, no, that, I, I think those are I, just... I don't, you know, no, they are right. I mean, however hideous they are. Mm. 
I think it is true that if you right, say, right. I got I got kicked in my ding dong McDork, <laughs> you wouldn't think I wonder what he's talking about. <laughs> What, what is that? Some kind of sandwich? <laughs> I, I don't think you would think that. No, okay. I would think you'd know what I meant. Whereas if I said I got kicked in my alarm clock, I think you'd think, well, <laughs> I how have, did that I, I, That's weird. Were you I carrying have, an alarm clock? I have withdrawn an alarm clock from, okay. for discussion because I think that is wrong. But I, did, I think if but, I said I got kicked in my jarless, <laughs> you would know. <laughs> I think. Isn't Jarleth also a comedian? Isn't there a comedian called uh, Jarleth? Uh, Isn't there some comedian no, called Jarleth? Oh, no, it's no, Jedward. No, not Jedward. No, not Jedward. You no. mean the West Country? No, no, not Jethro. Jethro. That's not Jethro. Oh, OK, right, right. No, not Jethro or Jethro oh, I Tull. Oh, I don't know. I think there's a comedian. Jarleth Jeth- Regan. Jarleth Regan. Right, but I think... The actual comedian. OK, kicked in the Jethro Tull definitely works. Kicked in the Jethro Tull works perfectly. I mean, it's almost the best... It's almost better than penis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it should almost be the first one you go to. I think if you got kicked in the Jethro Tull, it's almost like the whole set. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's sort of the sense in which you got kicked in the cock and balls. I think maybe all band names work. Um, I got White Snake I got certainly works. <laughs> he got kicked in the uh, Herman's Hermits. I got kicked in the Gentle Giant. <laughs> <laughs> now you've mentioned it, I can't, well, perhaps a girl band name wouldn't work. I got, I got kicked in... I got kicked in the Blondie. I got really kicked work. in the Spice Girls. I got kicked in the Spice Girls? No, it doesn't work. Uh, unless okay. it's a woman. I got kicked in the Ronettes. Definitely I got works. kicked in the Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> we got kicked in the Ronettes work. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's, I don't know if it does. Uh, it's unfortunate that we're just dealing with violence as well. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's that. Although it, it it sort of works because that's the situation which you yes. might decide to use a euphemism. I've got this quiz. Oh yeah, we'll do the quiz. Do you want to? Do it? But I don't Let's think do we'll get through all of it. So Let's we may see, need see how many it, we get through. But every so now and again, it's a really like, hard quiz. Apparently, yeah, I, I like Bowie quiz or any quiz, and this one. Is you can find this on. Do you the, know all the answers already? No, I know. I don't, I, I've, so I could, well, we could do ten of them, and then yeah. I could ask you ten. This of them. is called the very hard David Bowie. I quiz. should say for any listeners listening, and it might be out by the time we do this. I host University Challenge for Comic oh, yeah, Relief yeah. Right. this year, uh, and it seemed to go quite well. So hopefully it'll be funny. But you know that made me think. Oh yeah, quiz mastering. Mm. That's something I could do. It's really good fun. Yeah. Um, there's a great University Challenge undertones reference, isn't there? Which you'll know. I think is there? I'm pretty sure. In my perfect cousin. Oh, yes, yes. He but loves got, university challenge. Well, no, it's before it, it's got this word which no one's ever quite sure What, the about. rhymes with challenge? Yeah. Let me see what the I'll is. tell you, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it, it basically goes... My, my ma perfect says, cousin. I think it's my mum ma- says he's a... Because I hate university challenge. And it's a weird... Challenge. Well, challenge. it sort of might as well challenge. be. It's an interesting moment, actually, because I've never... No, I don't know. ...looked it up. Let's he thinks play. that I'm a... Because I hate university challenge. Cabbage. Well, it is cabbage. It is cabbage. I, he it, thinks that I'm a cabbage. But it always because I hate university challenge. I always thought it was cabbage. Yeah. Well, because if you hear it. He do you see me? You can see it's sort of yeah. slightly chubby. Yeah. yeah, although it's helped by... Fergal. By Fergal Sharkey's yeah. Irish accent. I think slightly yeah. helps, Northern yeah. Irish accent. Yeah, it doesn't... Helps. It's yeah. sort of assonance in a way, isn't it? Who might be assonance. Um, uh, but here's an actual university right. challenge relevant to this podcast. Right. Thing, which is... You probably, you probably know what you think the answer to this is. Okay. So you can see this on the internet because it became a bit of a moment. I was on... I hosted University Challenge this year, but in 2003 I was on it. And I answered a question, uh, and then it was contradicted by okay. Danny Baker. Here's the question. Right. Who played guitar on Nutbush City Limits? Oh, OK. I think we're, So there's this theory that it's Mark Boland. So I said Mark Boland. Right. But I don't right? think it is. 
Well, but, okay. that was what was on Angus Deaton, the question master's okay. card. So I should have got the point. Okay. But Danny Baker interrupted yeah. and said, it wasn't, mm. that's an urban myth. Yes. And they didn't have any evidence to back it up. His right. evidence was... Ike Turner mm. was a brilliant guitarist. Right. Why would he have given that job away to Mark Bolan? Right? What, you know, it's just like he definitely wouldn't have done that. And I kind of think that's not evidence. But hang on. I'm not, I don't want to open up a private wound here, but it seems to me who played on that song is you'd assume it's Ike, to the band, unless, why would it be Mark Bolan? I mean, well, why that, would it? It's an urban myth. I mean? It is an urban myth, but it's an urban myth. <laughs> but it's, an urban, it's an urban myth that got as far as a question on University yeah, yeah, Challenge no, comic relief. So let's, yeah. just, let's just see what it says on, I, I, I think, I, it's been rumoured for years that Mark Bolan, frontman for the glam rock band T-Rex, I don't know if you need that, played right. guitar on the track. Gloria Jones, his girlfriend at the time, did provide backing vocals for Ike and Tina Turner, and she asserted okay. it was the case okay. in Mark Bolan, The Final Word, and this claim is bolstered by the fact that Bolan toured the US extensively and resided in LA in the mid-70s. He's acknowledged to have played on Ike and Tina's single Sexy Ida and Baby Get It On. Uh, however, a 2008 Ebony Magazine article about Ike Turner identified James Bino Lewis, uh, then a member of Ike and Tina's backing band, that came with them as the guitarist. Shall we just very quickly... Yeah, Because well, one of the things about Nutbush City Limits is I wouldn't say the guitar is that big in it in my head, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, it Should starts... Just... It's... Hang on, let's hear it. I mean, I think what OK, it... this is, by the way, from Music Laden... And the bloke playing the acoustic guitar here is definitely not Mark Bolan. No, Bolan. but I think that sort of rock and roll there's a very Bolan sort of riff. But yeah. I can see why people would think it, but... Um, but, uh, but it seems odd not say, to know. And I may even contact Danny yeah. Baker, who should be on this podcast at some point. Yeah. I've always felt he might, he, know be, it he might be pissed off that we mm. haven't asked him. Mm. Uh, and actually, the reason we haven't asked him, if, if you're listening, Danny, is I think Danny knows too much about David Bowie and well, we, good, we, we just wouldn't get a word in edgeways, well, but maybe well, we should ask him. Yeah, but... I now think I should have argued, because what happened was, on University Challenge in 2003, is Danny Baker appealed to the audience, or I think he asked Angus Deaton to right. appeal to the audience, and of course, because I was in yes. the university team and he was in the non-university right. team, they all went for them, because they're yes. like the underdogs. That's Brexit, basically. Brexit, exactly. Yeah. I think that's where Brexit started, yeah. <laughs> with that moment. So he won the point, even though... Yes. But now reading that, I yes. think it's more... Like Gloria Jones said it was him. And she sung with Ike and Tina Turner, it's, and he's on two other Ike and Tina Turner yes. singles. So there's much more. It's not really just an no, urban myth. It, and it's really, proper it's evidence It's really for good it. how you're putting the charity angle first here on what was a comic <laughs> relief special. I'm going to definitely we, get in touch with Danny Baker. I might ask him to do the podcast. When we did uh, a Game for Grenfell, which was a, a soccer game for Sky to yes. raise money for um, people affected by Grenfell, yes. um, Mourinho... Jose Mourinho turned up and was a he goalkeeper. Was the he wasn't the manager. No, he wasn't the manager. He became a, he was a goalkeeper at the end, right. which is very nice of him to do. And I'm not suggesting he. I mean, you know, but, but it was similarly, it was a charity event. Right. But he got cross. He didn't. I don't think he got cross. But what he did is he was in goal, and one of the firefighters who had been at Grenfell, you know, took this penalty against him. Mm. And someone said afterwards on Twitter or something that is the most Mourinho thing I've ever seen in my life because he tried so hard to save it. I mean, he saved it. Like, it was a brilliant save. Right. And you're sort of thinking, 
wow, you think, wouldn't you think you might let the firefighter score? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe he really went for it. And there was a thing, the whole crowd sort of went, oh. <laughs> sort of as a moment. So I'm well, not suggesting, you know. No, I think um, I think I would have tried the to challenge save it was myself. For, was for, was yeah. for charity. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it doesn't matter. And, no, and actually, still, I can let you into a little secret here. Uh, which is, I, I know that's terrible when I say that on this podcast, that if you're listening, Daily Mail, it's not a big story, uh, is that... Uh, well, definitely went Richard Curtis that. originally, before they asked me to host it, they asked me to be on the teams for University Challenge, and Richard Curtis said to me, don't be too clever, meaning don't answer too many questions. Right, right. And I said, no, fuck off. If I'm going to be <laughs> on it, I will definitely be answering questions properly. Yeah. I think that was one reason why I got asked to host it instead, because yes. they didn't want me yes. you know, yeah, yeah. being Mourinho-like well, in the teams. I am looking, really looking forward to seeing it. It'll be on soon, right? It'll be on soon. I'm looking but forward meanwhile, to it. do you want um, to ask me? But We've got about ten minutes for, three minutes before you have to leave. So here's some questions, back as um, yeah. you're, you're no longer quiz host. What's it from? It's I don't know. It's from the thisdayinmusic.com. Okay, Never heard great. of it. It builds itself as the hardest Bowie quiz on it. So right. this is quite a hard question. Number one: Which famous rock guitarist was Bowie's friend at school? And they're all multiple choice. Pete, okay. Pete, Fram, Peter Peter Frampton, Frampton is the Jeff, yeah, Jeff Beck or Jimmy Page Peter is Peter Frampton. So we're going to put that. That's my Peter Frampton impression. <laughs> Pretty good, don't you think? <laughs> You're having another attack. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the vocoder. Yeah. Yeah, that was because I actually watched him the other day because Danny, in fact, Danny Baker posted uh, a footage of him saying David Bowie's schoolmate, who had his own. 15 minutes of fame as opposed right. to Bowie's much longer. Well, what's your Frampton? Fame. How do you do your vocoder? And he, well, he, it was a bit of him right. doing, uh, I can't remember what the song was, but uh, it's yeah. famous. Show, show Me The Way. Show Me The Way. It was yeah. Show Me The Way. And then there's a guitar solo. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> and what I actually thought was, watching it, that was his big thing. Yeah, yeah. The vocoder. Yeah, huge. Yeah, and what I thought watching it was... No, take that stupid thing out of your mouth. I want to hear this guitar solo. Yeah. I, you know, show me the way. It's no, no. a good song. Let's hear it with the proper guitar yeah, yeah. solo, not it's... with you sounding... Also, <laughs> it was massively... Fa- that double massively, album was huge. Yeah, Frampton Comes Alive, yeah. What? I don't know yeah. how that... Because of the vocoder, because for about 15 minutes in the 70s, Everyone thought people that thought that was amazing. Yeah. It's like when you think... I wonder if there are any. I used to think when I was a sort of teenager, thinking, is there an instrument you could invent? Like the guitar arrived. Yeah. Is there another instrument that could just change everything? Yeah. Um, and I agreed with a couple of close friends that it would be called the Zagatron. Oh, really? But I don't know what it is. Oh. Because okay. the trouble with synthesizers were arriving in the 80s. Yes. You just thought, well, whatever the Zagatron sounds like, the synth can do yes. it. So what, well, how do you. I mean, we need to get on with the quiz. Yeah. We need to go. But I'm going to have to tell you that. Uh, I did a, a sitcom on Sky a long time ago okay. before Sky was really making their own programming yeah. called Badil Syndrome yeah. that was very, very good and much mm, reviled. No, much talked about. Much actually. reviled, yeah. but actually really good. Mm. Uh, and the best episode... And that's almost, coming from you, so yeah. that means something. And the, yeah, and the best episode, I would say, involved Dean Friedman. Do you know right. who that is? Uh, no. Okay, right. Dean Friedman, you'll know his song. He had a, he had a okay. big hit, and it was a, 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 a duet with someone, and it was called... Uh, Thank your lucky stars. We can thank our lucky oh, yeah, stars yeah. that we're not yeah, as, yeah, of course. as yeah. we like to think we yeah. are. God, okay, yeah. he right. was in that. It was a very funny idea whereby everyone who was in Bedeal Syndrome was singing along to that one day at the club they all went to, ironically, and then it turned out Dean was in the club and oh, thought brilliant. they really loved uh, okay. it. And then for the right, whole episode, right. we had to pretend to be Dean Friedman. <laughs> right, right. right, that's the episode. Anyway... Uh, Dean then sent me quite a lot of stuff afterwards. Okay, and he nice. it turns out as a kind of children's thing makes up instruments. Oh wow, that's one okay, thing he, so does. he does. So he has a whole thing yeah, yeah. where he's got like the hoogelfumpf. Yeah, and the hoogelfumpf yeah. will be like a half tuba, <laughs> half kazoo. Yeah, and he'll do actual yeah. like playing on it on an yeah. album for children. But there's loads of them. In fact, I'm very quickly going to get up because I think they do that's have funny brilliant. names. 
Dean Friedman's instruments, which, by I the way, like, sounds like words for your genitals. Doesn't it just? <laughs> yeah. I got kicked in with Dean That's... Friedman's instruments the other day. <laughs> yeah. The booble, the honkblatt, the boing de boing, oh, God, the that. jungle, they're all like names for genitals. <laughs> the toadstones and the laser harp. <laughs> okay. I think we might have to go out on this no, too, because you've got yeah. to go, but shall we just hear a bit of it? Yeah. Okay, this is a bit of it. This is at the Children's Museum in Halifax, And he's playing in England. Um, Hufflepuff or The children are playing them. Slightly creepy sound of children <laughs> enjoying themselves. Yeah, I feel any second now, the creepy version of the laughing gnome is going to come across this, and we're going to be in a horror. That sounds awful. But you can go and... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. See it, Dean Friedman's Music Atrium oh, Instruments. I, I love that. Oh, how brilliant. The Boing de Boing, the Jungle Lily Lily, the Tone Stones, the Laser Harp, the Booby and the Honk Blatt. <laughs> Thank you very much, gentlemen. We'll see you next week.